0: Hello. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Holy View, a podcast where we look at the ideas and concepts in movies and we hold it up to the light. And that light is Jesus, the Word of God. And oh boy. What can I say about Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness? I think, firstly, we even need to consider that for many Christians, looking at something like this could be deemed as sinful. Um, for many people, it can be something that can be very confrontational. Um, anything with, you know, witchcraft and sorcery for people with a Christian worldview is, you know, of the devil. Um, and there is, a, you know, there is like, 20-plus scriptures about witchcraft and how God sees witchcraft. Um, but we don't fall so much in that category, whereas we can separate stories from reality. We, and we tend to be more Jesus-focused, less devil-focused. And look, we get it. Like, the devil exists, and, but he pales in comparison to our God. Basically, the devil is a matchstick, and God is the sun. And sure, a matchstick can cause a lot of problems. But at the same time, when you're aware of it, it doesn't even compare to the sun. Um, But we get it. We get it. You know, people, it's a touchy thing to talk about witchcraft and all that kind of stuff. Some people are very confronted by it. But we're going to explore all those things. And I guess that's what this podcast is all about, is that we're getting things in our popular culture and we just want to take a look at it. We open it up and dissect it, and talk about it, whether we agree, disagree, or how we feel we should be looking at it. Um, So, yeah, that's why we're here. That's why we are Holy View. And I am very grateful that I'm here with my friends. I am here with Shannon Smith, otherwise known as Monks.
1: Hey, he just called me his friend. That's so cool.
0: And my other friend who's gone so far away from me is uh, Sarah McAdams, or Smack. always here and nearby in your heart oh that's so cute i'm glad that i can actually see me (laughs) yes well i'm papa sanchez and um the question that we're starting with and i did alter it just like a minute before we started i actually Mm -hmm. asked these guys who is their favorite magic user in film or tv um and i have to start with smack because this is pretty much a layup for, for smack? It
1: is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so who's your um, favourite magic user?
2: My favourite magic user, I'm, like, vacillating between a few characters but they're all from the same thing, um, <clears throat> which is inevitably going to be a Harry Potter character. Of course. Um, and I think just for the sake of ease, actually, no, probably one of my favourite moments. Um, magically in the whole series is from Molly Weasley. Um, So she is Ron, who's one of Harry's best friends. She's his mum and they're like in the final battle at Hogwarts and she kills the woman who killed Severus Snape, who Harry loves, blah, 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 is what it is. Um, But she just has like, it's a proper like mic drop moment when she like casts that spell. So that's probably like my favourite like moment and subsequently she would be my favourite magic
0: right so look i I just i've only watched up to the third i actually i've only read up to the third book prisoner of azkaban and i've only watched till the third as well all right um so i do know you know uh, the main character yeah Yeah. i know yeah i kind of can imagine but yeah yeah, i did lose track does does she have any weight because i can't really remember much of her in the early movies is there any weight to her character or she just
2: yeah she plays i guess she's sort of like a pseudo mother figure to harry um
0: right as he grows
2: up because obviously he doesn't have parents and that's his best friend's mom and she sort of she's um, yeah like a mother grandmotherly figure like sort of takes him under her wing and sort of adopts him and like he's Mm. the favorite child sort of thing and she has seven of her own yeah I was gonna say yeah she's got
0: seven kids or something like that
2: yeah 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 but she just like I guess she is like incredibly warm and loving and like hospitable towards Harry more than hospitable and so yeah and then she just like does I feel like she sort of avenges Sever- uh, sorry, Sirius Black, who is Harry's godfather.
0: Sirius Black, I know because of yeah. the Prisoner of Azkaban.
2: Yeah. So yeah, she like avenges his death by killing the woman who did that, and right. it was his cousin who did that. So
0: spoilers, but yeah, for I mean, if I you don't,
2: don't have... know what has happened in Harry Potter, the movies have been out for twenty years, let alone the books. So like, you'll that it's not a spoiler. <laughs>
0: Spoilers for me. You just me. live I'm under like, a rock. Or you've I'm like, Sirius died. Sirius <laughs> was killed. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It was a like...
2: devastating moment, actually.
0: But... Oh, wow. Okay, then, monks, what about yours? Who's your favorite magic mm. user? Being a big comic book head?
1: Being a big comic book head, and you just said in TV or film, it's like, well, that's just awkward. <laughs> I had more choices. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I was thinking for a minute, might be a Jedi. Hmm. Um, you know. Okay, okay
0: I see what you're doing there But
1: that makes, that makes sense or, or it could be Even he, man
0: Oh, yeah I, He's a magic user you know, That's that's pretty The definition Holding up a sword And changing into your underpants That would definitely but, make you A magic user
1: <laughs> Anyway um, No, I'm thinking um, Actually And this is skirting the rules Surely But Here's a clue Here's a clue From a movie David Bowie Honestly, uh, can- labyrinth labyrinth i thought you'd go there but no i'm thinking tesla in the prestige because that movie magic is user, but that's all science and, and I, yeah I, it is but the movie is all about illusion and magic and where those paths crossed mm. and i just thought you know what you know i'm gonna break the rules because as far as i'm concerned they they Don't count for too much in this context.
0: um, (laughs) Please thanks. If it gives you a cool answer, cares? No, 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 no. No.
2: No. No.
1: No. Let's just say you changed the rules at the last minute, so I changed (laughs) them as well. Okay, so
0: so you chose an actual historical figure, Tesla, in the movie The Prestige there.
1: Admittedly, it's not magic, it is science, and it's about illusion and not magic. And it's cool to see both David Bowie and Tesla represented like that. So
0: Very interesting choice. Very interesting. I didn't have anything anywhere near as cool or clever as, as that one.
1: Unless it's Gandalf. Me neither.
0: And um, no, I actually went with um, Samantha Stevens from Bewitched.
2: Huh.
0: Um, so yeah, <laughs> I. <laughs> Smack is hot containing itself. <laughs> like...
2: My head is just like, that's so lame. <laughs>
0: I'm sure it is, but you got to, you got to bear with me now. Like not only was she a a powerful witch, but she also was denying her powers to just live a normal life, which of course her every day was causing these powers to, to be used, but she was, she uses her powers to fix her, her life.
2: Like every mother does.
0: Yeah. But it was quite, it's the more, the funny thing is, the more I thought about it, I was like, damn, Samantha, like you had all this power and yet you had to just curtail them for some, (laughs) Architect or no, actually, I think he was in graphic design. He was a, uh, oh, he was in commercial commercials. He did commercials. Her husband, Daryl, Darren, Darren. Yes, that's it. But the fascinating thing about, um, you know, Samantha Stevens, this was a TV show, Bewitched, that came from 1964 all the way to 1972. So
1: that's the fascinating thing. Finally, we found it. Yeah. <laughs> 254
0: episodes of this old school black and white that eventually went to color. Magic where they just basically have everyone just freeze still while they change everything and then unfreeze and edit um, the magic in place. Oh, so the
2: magic's in the TV production.
0: Yes, yes, of course. There you go, bewitched. So, so
1: the real magician's the director, That's the what director,
0: or the writer, maybe, or then the producer would it be? The, the producer? producer, yeah, probably coming up with these ideas. Producers
2: are magicians.
0: Yeah, funding these crazy ideas of just holding still and then making th- and pulling things with strings all the time. Look, it's a very cute, like, kind of as lame like show.
1: Sure, pulling things with strings. <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 I gave my answer, but Mary Poppins.
0: You already gave your answer, so it doesn't count. But now, nah, okay. how
1: cool is Mary Poppins <clears> throat> as, throat> as, amazing. As, a, as a magician? And you're talking about Samantha's giving up. You know, Look, all man, color. you already no, said no, no, Tesla, Tesla no, 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 no. right? Don't yeah, try t- and change t- it now. Tes- tesla's it's- my answer. Tesla's my answer. Yeah. But I'm saying, that Mary Poppins is a greater fulfillment of what you see in Samantha. Because Samantha is doing the Job thing. All right. Mm-hmm. No, sorry, the Jonah thing. Samantha's doing the Jonah thing. She's saying, you know, I've got this great calling on my life, but I'm going to go and hang out over here instead. All right. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But, but you're talking about using great power with humility in non glorifying circumstances. Mm-hmm. That is Mary Poppins.
0: And I guess Mary Poppins is smart enough not to have kids, that she looks after other people's kids. She's
1: practically
2: perfect in every single way.
0: True, true, true. Yeah, okay, let's move on, please. Let's move on,
2: please.
1: We're intentionally intentionally singing bad so we don't get pulled up on copyright infringement.
0: That's very wise, very wise indeed. Um, Hey, Monks, why don't you tell these people what Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is actually about without giving them spoilers, please?
1: No, no, no. I will endeavour to say that, you know what, it's hard to do that because, you know, what do you count as a spoiler? Mm. Every other MCU film and TV show that came before it, I I definitely think that WandaVision, although it was not at all my favourite Disney Plus show, really is you know required viewing for this and you should go and spoil yourself on that before watching this i don't think you can get into a decent synopsis without spoiling wonder vision honestly we're dealing with the scarlet witch we're dealing with doctor strange we're dealing with many different worlds dimensions a multiverse if you will um of madness perhaps it's in the the title it's in the title (laughs) spoilerific titles Look, essentially, if I can remember back to when I saw the film, such a memorable film it is, Mm -hmm. Doctor Strange, he goes to a wedding, all right? It's his ex-girlfriend's wedding, and he's not the groom. It's a bit awkward, but all of a sudden, he's dealing with life choices. He's dealing with the sense of what is fulfillment? Do I have it? I'm a superhero, and yet here I am, not the guy getting married. Soon after, he jumps out of the window to save the city because of a big, what turns out to be a demon—not just a monster. But was it a demon, or was it sent by a demon? I'm pretty sure it was a demon.
2: Was it a demon,
1: yeah. Yeah, I think it was um, a demon or something. Which look, look, there's your there's your first sign if you're a wary Christian, you know, spiritual advisory, overtly dark stuff happening in this film. Hmm. Look, the the monsters chasing after some girl who's escaped from you know, an alternate dimension with an alternate doctor strange. I can say that much because that's the opening scene from there. It's really just trying to save the multiverse because this demon's hunting after her and she's got special powers. If I do go any further, well, chaos magic ensues.
0: Yeah. I think that's pretty much as far as you can go without giving away the whole thing. Um, I wasn't as excited to jump into this movie. Like I, I, I thought the first Doctor Strange movie was was good, Um, but I just wasn't really that cheed up. I stayed away from trailers. I stayed away from everything. All these weird theories were coming out. What was going to go inside of it? And when it first started, I was actually digging it. I was just like, "Wow, yes, Marvel movie, yes." But as it progressed, I was like, "Oh, okay, it's a Marvel movie." Like it started to. It it got kind of predictable for me, and I kind of heard that there was like really dark bits in it. But while I was watching, and I was like, my wife, you know, could have watched this because my wife is, you know, very sensitive to that kind of stuff. And and I was, she's, I'm watching this, game. oh, she's she's watched stuff worse than this. And then all of a sudden, the really dark stuff happened, and I was like, no, it's actually good. She didn't come. <laughs> I was I was like, yeah, no, this might be way too much. Like. That she would, yeah, she would definitely not like this. Um, I thought it was okay. Like all in all, uh, I didn't get any alarm bells ringing when I was watching it. Like I didn't feel that there was something amiss in terms of me spiritually watching it. I just found it very, in the end, kind of a shallow experience,
1: Mm. but,
0: but also not the worst Marvel movie that I've seen. Like it was okay. Like it was a superhero movie. I kind of feel like I'm expecting more for some reason yeah and yeah and so therefore it's like yeah okay um if you're if you're not too sensitive to dark stuff i would say it's okay but yeah not not something i would recommend openly unless i knew the person pretty well What about think, you, Smack? Hmm?
2: yeah like i think i said multiple times throughout the movie to my partner who i went to go see the movie with this is a really bad movie um it was a really bad movie. Um, it was just like, even in the opening scene, I was like, this is predictable and boring. And like, I don't really like, I'm not immersed in the Marvel cinematic universe, but even I could tell you what's going to happen at these points in time. Like, um, yeah, I was a bit, I was bored to be honest, right. wow. watching the film. Um, and I, yeah, I was like, This is a waste of my time. Um, In terms of the spiritual stuff, um, I agree. Like I can normally be like I'm not super sensitive, but like there's a sensitivity there. And I was genuinely surprised that I didn't, I wasn't like, oh, I don't, uh, this doesn't sit okay with me. Like I recognised the bits that would potentially trigger that. Mm. Um, And I was just like, this is like, pretty blatantly like not okay but I didn't feel riled in my spirit which I was mm. I remember walking out and saying that to my partner and being like this is weird like I know those bits were like very blatantly like not cool but it it just was what it was sort of thing but I also thought a lot of that was just a bit laughable so maybe that's mm. why I was like "Ah, it is what it is but agree like I think if any of my, like, if any of my Christian friends were like, oh, what do you think of the new Doctor Strange? I wouldn't be like, yeah, go see it. You'll love it. Or like, even if you're into Marvel, like, yeah, go see it. I'd probably say to them, like, there's some weird sort of like borderline satanic stuff in there that I'd probably like just warn you about. I'm not going to recommend the movie to, you, but just like be aware that that's there. If you want to go see it, off you go sort of thing.
0: Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's a good stance.
2: <clears throat> yeah. It was just very, like, I wouldn't recommend it as a movie for people to go and see. In general. Um, mm. And then also, yeah, add the magic Christian layer onto it. That's like even less of a reason, I guess.
1: Maybe but that's, that's saying, why it was so bad. Maybe that's why it didn't impact you in that spiritual way because it just. Didn't I was hold switched off. As a film. Yeah.
2: Like, you know, I was texting you guys while I was watching the movie. And I was and not
0: texting back because so I was like, you should be just watching the movie. Don't be one yeah, of those. but
2: people. it just. I just was, like, all I could think of was, like, the comments Monks had made, like, when he had just seen the movie. And I was, like, I'd like sometimes I'm, like, Monks, that's a bit extreme. But then I was, like, at that point in time, I was, like, no. I know why anyway. he said all of these things <laughs> and I am on that page. with him. Yeah. <laughs> I I like, to... conversely, Luke walked out of it and he was, like, I want to go see that again. Like, that was so cool. And he's been, oh, like, on Reddit, okay. like, looking up things. And he's been, like, oh, but that, like, the monster at the start was, like, some, from somewhere else and he does mm. this other thing and he's got these other powers but they couldn't get the copyright for his name so he's called something else and then this thing meant this and then this thing and I was just like I don't care it was a bad movie like <laughs> the, the rest of the like fun fan stuff about it mm. wasn't even interesting to me because I was just like that was a way I'm not going to get the, that two and a half hours back in my life like
0: <laughs> wow that's hard
1: <laughs> <So I> was,
0: <laughs> what about you monks?
1: yeah glad that i'm not the token hater this week (laughs) no no look look look, honestly um i I didn't find it an incredibly memorable impactful film um and i I saw it a couple of weeks ago now and Mm. because you know it's a marvel movie i did have anticipation around it i thought look you know they're coming off the back of uh spider-man no way home and they're trying to somehow beat that which you know which had some genuine, awesome stand up and cheer in the cinema moments. Yeah. If you were there on opening day, right? And they, they've they got a similar premise where they're dealing with the multiverse. So they're dealing with all this potential for bringing in characters that are part of Marvel canon, but aren't part of the MCU and, and actors who may have played characters we know in the MCU from different variants of, you know, mm. other other yeah, yeah. company franchise. Like it had so much potential. So I was like, little worrisome of the burden that it had to bear in that respect following Spider-Man, which was, you know, look, critically, I didn't think Spider-Man Nowhere Home was the greatest film, but all that nostalgia stuff, all that fanboy stuff, all that Toby Maguire, Andrew, that stuff, they did really well. Like mm. you could ride through the movie on the hype and it would be real in that film, right? I love I that think, movie, yeah. And, and it's a good superhero film. You can let it run in the background, you know, over and over or whatever. But as far as film construction goes, you know, like taking away the fact that they had 20 years worth of Spider-Man franchises rolled into one and the joy Mm -hmm. that that is as a fan and a film goer, take away that. And I didn't think it was the greatest film, right, compared to Into the Spider-Verse, the animated one, right? Mm -hmm. I am a parent and two of my children adore that film. And it has played on repeat so many times. Like I'm talking like we may be in our hundreds. I've, I i don't know. Wow. But I don't hate it. I don't sit there and watch the whole thing all the time, but but it's a well done film. So anyway, all, mm. all that said, all that said, this film, I was keen for it because it's Marvel. I'm, I didn't want to see any spoilers because it's Marvel. Mm. I dig it. I'm, I'm there for the ride. The MCU opening scene. I'm like, they're nailing this. All right. This is yeah, like when you I got the have... alternate Doctor Strange and America's Chavez. I thought so. America Chavez, she, they're, they're, they're running away from Shumagora. We're not or, in the plot whatever.
2: spoilers part yet, though, right?
1: It's the opening scene. There's no such thing as a okay. spoiler in the opening okay. scene. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to that spoiler-free wedding yet. All right? like right? I'm loving it. I'm loving it. All <clears> right? <throat> they go to the wedding and, and he jumps out the balcony and, and you know, they're fighting in the streets. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. But as the film went on, my overall take on it is it just... It had potential, (laughs) you know? You don't want to say that about a finished piece of art, but it had great potential. It just didn't seem to gel with itself the whole way. Tonally, it felt off, like it didn't land. It didn't know who it was trying to be and what it was trying to be. I felt like, I felt maybe they were aiming for comedy horror. Right. But I feel like they didn't get it. Are we spoiler area yet? No, not Mm -hmm. yet. Well, then I'm not saying anything else. But, you (laughs) know. There were cool moments, but it wasn't a great movie at all. It it would probably be my bottom five of the MCU. I don't know exactly where, but yeah.
0: Mm. Okay. That's a pretty clear indication, folks. If uh, you want to see it, you haven't seen it. We are going to go into the spoilers now. So uh, this is your last chance. I'm warning you. We're going to spoil every little corner no, no, of no, no, this no, movie. No, no,
1: no? No, no? Marvel have spoiled it for you.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> anyway. So there you have it, folks. Whether you're going to see it, whether you don't want to see it, if you're, you know, part of really jumping in on board of this Marvel train, you could probably wait for Disney+. Plus. I I, I think uh, I probably would say wait.
1: I will Mm -hmm. say this, not a spoiler, but tonally for a Christian audience, if you're trying to think, is this for me, is it not for me? It is, I would say, spiritually the darkest thing that Marvel has done in Mm. the MCU. And that includes, you know, we just... Finish watching Moon night All right. Yeah. Darker than Moon Knight, spiritually speaking. And it's the bloodiest, as in goriest thing that Marvel has done so far. Mm.
0: Um, true, true. So don't watch it with your kids. That's for sure. It's not a kids' movie. Mm, yeah. They got to be in their teens, like at least 14. What age do people stop having nightmares and running into their parents' room? Is that 14, 15? What does I that it I think it
2: depends on the level of trauma you've experienced.
0: <laughs> true, true. <laughs> There's there is some nightmare-inducing stuff that happens. That's for sure. Um, if you if you're not, can't separate from it, it will kind of haunt you a bit. But yeah, let's get into spoilers now, folks. Um, this uh, it's a tricky thing. Like you know, I know I've read a few Doctor Strange comics, but there's there's stuff where Doctor Strange goes against the devil, um, Mephisto. Is Mephisto actually the devil?
1: I, he's a devil I he's a, yeah yeah well, but I, he, I don't believe believe but i'm just saying
0: yeah, yeah but it 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 was always a bit of a wonder when we did get into doctor strange like whether how spiritual we were going to get like there's a lot of you know symbolism and stuff and of course in this movie that third eye pops open so that's definitely in comics it was in, not in a film.
1: vibe no nah, yeah that that wasn't done well
2: I, I didn't understand why it was necessary either
1: Mm. I I just thought it came a bit hokey.
0: Well, I, I think it's because they're going into the comics. That's something that yeah, yeah. Um...
1: But Zombie Strange, okay, like full mm. spoiler. But when he possessed through some form of multiversal necromancy, his his own dead body, all right, and you've got this zombie version of himself to come to save the day. It just looks like a joke to me. It yeah, looks really- agree. And this is, I think that was
0: I think that was the point though. I feel but, like they were trying to put some humor into it.
1: But my point is that it's not a place where humor belongs. Not not that you can't have humor in you know zombies mm. or whatever. But this is that the point of the film. Where yeah. There should be so much dramatic tension because he literally was there to save the day, and it's like I've gone past yeah. the point of death to save you, mm. and I'm like, how's he forming B's and M's? He doesn't have half a mouth. So that's where my fixation was because I. I was not there for the drama because I don't really feel like there was much of it. And that was.
0: Well, I guess we're going to go right yeah. there. Like we're going to the, the darkest part, which is basically Dr. Strange breaking his, his own rules going into the, the dark hole. is it called? Dark... Dark, dark. hole. The dark what? I thought the it was a dark,
2: dark hole.
0: hole. The dark oh, hole. Is it
2: the, the, hole. Yeah.
1: the dark hole. The dark
0: hole with the book was called the dark hole.
1: Hold. Yeah. Hold.
0: Hold. hold. Yeah. Yeah. So basically he's getting into the, the, the black arts to try and save, uh, America Chavez. Um, and he, I mean, we've been watching Wanda. Um, so obviously we're in spoilers as the, the main villain doing these possessions of other, of others of hers in different multiverses, um, man, actually when you think about it, yeah, it's a bit convoluted, but, um, Dr. Strange decides to break the rules. Goes into the dark arts, possesses his body that is already dead in another universe to use that body to try and save the day. And, and of course, when he says when he's doing it, and I think this is the moral part of it, where he says that once you go into the dark arts, it just changes you, and therefore to fight off the demons that are starting that'll start coming for him. Um, because once he opens up that, I guess, that that realm. Yeah, I guess it would be a realm where other the basically demons start coming, and that's the the horror. That's when it gets kind of like a bit full on. These these skeletal kind of demons start rushing him from everywhere, trying to hold him and grab him. And
2: it's the yeah. undead, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> because of him using the dark art, so I guess well, I guess the whole point. This is our moral part. I mean, as a viewer you're kind of feeling the justification of why he's doing this, because he's trying to save a defenseless girl who's being, her her powers being, she's basically about to be killed, her power to be taken out of her. And so as the viewer, you're kind of going, oh, okay, like he's trying to save the day and this is the way he's saving the day. So he purposely is going into the dark. So basically breaking the rules, going into the dark realm that opens up all these other demons and therefore ends up using the demons as wings uses the demons to go in and save the day. Um there's some could, humor could you, around
1: it? Could you say that metaphorically he was being Christ-like in that? Um in sacrificial? That, no, no. Yeah, sacrificial, risking his own mm. like 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 as in like I I think it was dark as in dark, it was it was not great. It was horrible. It was like why are you going there? There's no real justification for this. He's intentionally doing He's not just you know, giving himself up sacrificially, but, but he's crossing the line into messing with evil to get his own gains, right? Mm,
0: which um, is his line. Like he, as a, as a sorcerer, there is a boundary that he's crossing, that he knows he's crossing.
1: But, but could you say that like from a, from a secular standpoint of storytelling, was that a Christ-like move for him?
0: Hmm,
2: do you mean like sacrificing himself for the greater good? Yeah, is that yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, that, that,
1: that's what I'm getting at, yeah.
0: Yeah, I guess that's the that's I guess that's what I'm getting at as the moral ground in this, which is as the viewer, like you can see the justification, and yeah, you, you're right. I guess he's being Christ like because he's he's really doing something that is, I mean, I mean, he's obviously difficult. not
1: because Christ never sinned, and he's like just saying. Well, I'm just gonna sin all the way. You yes, know, like yes. the, <laughs> there's a definite distinction there, but but yeah, from a secular standpoint of mm. you know, not not understanding the gospel and not treating it with you know the weight that it carries. Well,
0: it is fascinating because it is it is about doing bad to do good, right? Like that's he's using the bad to do good. Mm. Like, is that is that what this is telling us? That it, it's um there's a you the ends justifies the means. Means, yes, yes.
2: I feel like, yeah. I feel like this movie is definitely like towing that line of like, because Wanda believed the same thing, right? Mm. Wanda believed that the ends justified the means of what she was trying to do as well. Ah, uh, in terms of like taking America's power. <laughs> Every time they were like, "What about America? What are you gonna do about America?" I was like, "No, no." Anyway. Um, that's a whole different colorfish. fish. But I do feel like this movie is definitely, like, the big ju- juxtaposition between, like, Wanda is trying to, like, kill, kill this girl more or less, but she thinks she is of that delusion that she never harms anyone, mm. right? But because to her, what she's doing is justifying the means, which is she's just trying to be a mother. She's just yeah. trying to look out for her kids, right? Mm. And then you have Doctor Strange who does this whole, like, messing with things that are not supposed to be messed with mm. knowingly rather than unknowingly or unknowingly yeah. Um, in inverted commas for those of you listening along at home um, <clears throat> because he believes that what he's doing is also justifying the, the, the ends is justifying the means. So like I feel like it's that juxtaposition of the two and I've got that quote that I couldn't remember when I was talking to you earlier today, which is when Wanda says, you break the rules and become a hero, I do it and become the enemy. That doesn't seem fair. And I think that's the thing because we talk about like there's all these universes or multiverses Mm. where there's, an I guess, almost an infinite number of realities or an infinite number of truths if you want to put it in common language that we would use these days, et cetera, et cetera. And that's just like all the different possibilities of what could have happened, or what could be right, or what could be wrong. And yeah. at the end of the day, like the thing that guides what is right
1: or wrong isn't actually us. Mm. Like, yeah, from yeah. A perspective. All right, I didn't really see that the juxtaposition. To me, it just felt like like a pointless rerun of the initial premise. It was like, you know, synopsis is now that we're you know spoiling and and jumping to the end and coming back to the beginning. America Chavez appears in Doctor Strange's reality, um, chased by a demon. Turns out it was Scarlet Witch that sent the demon after her because America Chavez has the power to cross into different realities across Mm -hmm. the multiverse. And Scarlet Witch wants that power because of the trauma she had from the TV show WandaVision. Not the trauma I had from watching it, but the trauma she had as a character because in it she invented her own children with her magic, but then they disappeared because they were just her figments of magic mm. turns out turns out in other dimensions in other realities in the multiverse her children are real so she wants to go to another version of the multiverse another version of the universe and and get her kids so she wants america chavez's power to traverse the multiverse she's sending demons after her wonder's cracked she's she's gone like mm. if look, i'll tell you this much i thought that this was a necessary follow-up to Wonder's arc in WandaVision, right? I'm grateful for that. I, th- I think it also dramatically improves the Scarlet Witch costume from WandaVision. Like, those are okay. two things that really sat not well with me. I felt like the costuming, when she finally got her, you know, I'm the Scarlet Witch get-up, mm-hmm. reminded me of Fox X-Men movies, where they just started, like, how does that make sense as a costume? You just, <laughs> there was no resolution for her character arc in that story, right? She went through all this trauma and then just goes off, right? there was no resolution for the the villainy that she had done right
0: but there was i guess there was a resolution for her mourning the death of vision in that yeah 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 yeah, the whole thing but she got away scot-free there was no justice
1: wonder vision was the ramifications of the trauma she experienced from having vision taken away from her but then as that just spills out into this horrible big mess that horrible big mess isn't tidied it up. It's just walked away from, really, mm. at the end of WandaVision, the way that I watch it. So so this, for me, at least showed what that led to. Yeah, she doesn't get the happily ever after. She's now a villain. Mm. But there felt like there was some, some actual resolution. There was, a, there was a settling point. Okay, this is the actual effect all that had on her. This is where we're at. So Wanda's the vision. She's going through the multiverse. Doctor Strange is trying to save America Chavez. So together, they're traveling through the multiverse. Wanda gets America Chavez and before she can draw her power out of her and keep it for herself, Dr. Strange stuck in another universe in the multiverse is able to possess a different dead him in the original 616 universe they're in. Let's get to that later. Cause that's a mess. Just calling it the 616 universe and you know, saves the day. All right. But to do that, he had to use dark magic knowingly, willingly crossing that line into, you know, evil. It's even said by, another version of him that uses the dark hold, the dark magic, that leaves a scar, you know, it carries a burden, you don't walk away scot-free, it's going to have an impact on you, all right, and then to reinforce the idea that, yes, it did leave a scar on the MCU's Doctor Strange, at the very end of the film, a third eye pops open on his forehead, yes, that's the dark hold's influence, so that's, that's the whole movie, I think, Felt, you know, we're dealing with structure, division affecting this and, you know, the impact of this on other films. And and the third eye popped open in, like, the end credit scene, right? Was it? Yeah. Right. Uh No,
0: right at the end of the movie. Oh, right at the end of
1: the movie. Okay. But it was a setup. You know, it wasn't like, here's the resolution for the film. He's got a third eye. It was like, ooh, things are weird and different. Here's a setup for something else that's going to happen, right? Yeah. Because yeah, they yeah.
2: resolved everything else in the yeah. film. So... <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. So, right. I was Think,
2: like, the, what? What trailer are you leaving here? They're There's keeping
1: nothing.
0: it going. They're but, keeping for, it. For
1: going. me, oh look, as far as I'm not happy with the end credit scene either. But they could have, <laughs> so, they could have done so much. They had like Patrick Stewart. They had Reed Richards. They had mm. they, like, like yeah, they could have brought back a different. They could have had like the other members of the Fantastic Four saying, "What happened to our daddy?" They could have done so. <laughs> they could have had Wolverine turning up. Like, where's Professor X? Who the, killed him? They could have done so much for an end credit scene, and they didn't. But all I'm saying is you smack you're talking about juxtaposition between mm-hmm. Wanda and Dr. Strange, how they kind of trod the same path, but it, it highlighted the, I didn't feel that. I felt like for some reason it uses a story about a corrupted magic wielder to set up a story about a corrupted magic wielder. Yeah, but
2: because, that's what I'm saying. They're parallel stories. They just have like, yeah, there's slight differences, but then. The next time the we see Dr. Strange,
1: the next time we see Dr. Strange, it's like, wander at the beginning of this movie yeah it, mm. it, it'll play out differently but it doesn't feel like there was any real resolution because we've just gone full circle and we just ended with a different character it's like oh yeah. turns out the evil magic of the dark hold affected this guy just like the the very last scene of Vision is her levitating it's like oh, oh turns out the evil magic of the dark hold affected this girl you know what i mean it's yeah, yeah.
0: you know it's interesting because you reminded me because there is a time when WandaVision calls Doctor Strange a hypocrite and then it just reminded me it was like hey wait a minute this also happened in the first Doctor Strange where um, if you remember the ancient one yeah. used, used the, the same powers that um, Kaecilius did who, who was the villain of that movie and he calls her a hypocrite yeah. um, so I was kind of like oh wait we're dealing with hypocrites. is this what Doctor Strange is about is always dealing with hypocrites is this because no one can stand on moral good do you know what i mean like there's that there isn't a, a place with magic users that can stand on something that is always good do you know what i'm saying
2: yeah. is that
0: what is that what we're stuck with when it comes to magic because it seems that way i mean
2: hmm.
0: like when you when you um when you dig into um the bible and i, I do have a verse that i i kind of I was like, hey, yeah, I guess this is the bottom line why it's so against witchcraft. Um, And this is from Isaiah uh, 8 to 19 in the ESV. And when they say to you, inquire of the mediums and the necromancers who chirp and mutter, should not a people inquire of their God? Yeah. Should they inquire of the dead or on behalf of the living? Like that's basically it it's like why asking for the for the dead to help you out when you could be asking the living like you should be going to god rather than going into darker but places that opens up is, dark doors
1: this is the fictional mcu in which you know obviously it's, it's delivered for a secular audience and they don't have the reality in that fictional fictional world of necessarily understanding the power of god right yeah exactly so, that's, so
0: so, I mean, that's the thing is like, is this, is that why they don't have a moral ground where they can always be good, that there's always a hypocrisy that's happening in this, in this nah, story. Nah,
1: it's just because of the hypocrisy of Hollywood, not the hypocrisy of the MCU, because they, they, they have plenty of afterlife not to get into moon Knight, but let's look at black Panther. You know, they have, mm. they have these versions of good and wholesome spirituality mm. that you can compare to dark spirituality within the MCU. It's just they're afraid to approach the truth of the Bible, not because they necessarily believe it's the truth and they fear it, but because it's not cool and trendy in the world to be Christian and to rep Jesus. And, and that's just. Well, unless you're a dead devil,
0: of course. The only, well, the only well, well, he's Catholic, so hearing.
1: I'll bring up my theological issues later on that one. But.
0: but yeah, I guess it's a fantasy world. So hey, don't mess with our fantasy. Is could be the bottom line here
2: a good point though Evan because especially like with this whole cyclical narrative of like WandaVision happened and then we have the Doctor Strange situation which is happening almost exactly the same like maybe I feel like they're struggling to make a point in terms of like the good versus bad situation Mm. and excuse me for a while while I like verbalize what I'm thinking in my head because there's about 10 different thoughts but I think they're struggling to yeah make make a finite point or like have that firm good Mm. because of the lack of revelation of the living god perhaps and instead it becomes um it becomes, well, we know that bad is bad. Yeah, yeah. So don't do the bad thing. And we can show, we can demonstrate to you the the impacts or the consequences of messing with bad. Mm. But we don't right, necessarily right. know what good is.
0: True, true. So they're kind of keeping things gray. Yeah. Um, like there's a gray thing, but it kind of feels, especially when you because w- watching all these multiverses and stuff in these different worlds, it's like. I mean, yeah, we have to bring it up, you know. Like America Chavez, in her dimension, she she is her parents are both female, and hmm. we don't, I mean, we don't see any other humans in this world, so we don't know whether you know, in this universe, men. I don't thought exist. she was maybe
2: Amazonian. <laughs> that there's, that
0: there, that we don't we don't know, so there's, they're not really saying that. I mean. No, no, look, they, look, look well, it, is there is well, there's no men in the in the in the world, but we don't yeah, there's no know. background at all. It's yeah, like it's, yeah, like yeah, it's so a sliver really, of
1: a thing that does exist in our universe anyway. In our reality, there are gay people. Yeah. There, are, you know, there are gay people that adopt children, you know, like it's it's not
0: that's true, it's not it's not conclusive enough. But the thing is with multiverse is it's like you can come up with anything and yeah. therefore you can run with it because there isn't any obligation to stick to some kind of truth because this is just being creative, this is a fantasy world.
2: But also I think like I think also in real, like actual reality that does like the multiverse concept does actually reflect some people's understanding of actual reality because like you have this concept of like, well, that's what you believe. That's -hmm. what you believe. That's what you believe. And everyone can have a different belief. And so if you think about it in a multiverse sense, that's like that's your that's your that's your.
0: That's your multiverse, your universe. That's your world.
2: That's your world. That's 616. That's 323, whatever it is. Like, and that's the one that you reside in. And then I think potentially there's a point there where when they collide, you have an incursion. Is that what they call it?
1: Yes. I mean, I'm actually kind of excited about that bit. because That's where things blow up and things go wrong. Mm. Yeah.
2: And I think that that's what people, like, I feel like there's a point there that's been trying to be made along the lines of like, you have your truth and I have my truth. And if they implode, like if they collide, we're going to have, there's going to be weird things happening. And that's probably not a good idea, sort mm-hmm. of thing. And it's like, everyone just stay in your lane. It's like, actually, you're allowed to not stay in your lane sometimes. And like, it actually is healthy to have conversations with people who believe different things to you because it helps you sort of like refine where you're at and it helps mm. them refine where they're at. And like, you know, they can coexist.
0: Yes, yes, but definitely.
2: Yeah, I, I did, I did find that like, the whole multiverse, like everyone has their different idea of what reality is and potentially, you know, and like we were talking about earlier, like I think that obsession with the multiverse as well is sort of like now people want to know like oh did i actually make the right decision because there were 1500 different decisions i could have made at that one point in time and mm. that would have led to all these other different things like that's no, why you have no, the no, people no, no. being no,
1: like come back and talk to me when you've when you've watched everything everywhere all at once that is such a good film yeah such a good movie i've heard sorry 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 go on oh good, good. you're right though? yeah i think it's Smacks. just
0: like we are delving into this whole multiverse thing like the last three yeah. major movies of all been about multiverses, so it's always about that what if like like yeah. what if like you know it's like what if that happened what if this happened like the grass is greener on the other side kind of and it's, it's and kind of it's kind of good
2: like that this is mm. coming out right because i've i do feel like it reflects where we're at where people are going what if mm. at this point in time this decision was made instead or what if at this point in time this event happened or this was you know something was I, I think it's, the-
1: it's easy to regret things that you've done in your own life because We're all human and we've all fallen short of the glory of God. We've all made mistakes, right? So it's it's easy to think, oh, what if that happened then? What if, whatever? But But
2: I think it's it's that critical thinking that's coming out now of like, what if, what is the actual implications or the ramifications of systematic things that have happened? If they had have changed or if we change this one thing, does that solve Mm. the problem? Probably not. What if we change these other things? How many steps is it going to take to adjust things and make things better or whatever like I actually do believe we're in a bit of a stage at the moment in society of that critical thinking of like Mm. what if challenging all the things that have been done before and saying well you know what if we did it differently this time and made it I don't know fairer or cleaner or better in some other way how do we do that and I do believe that like that's where we're heading with society so I think it's interesting that these films are coming out that sort of contemplate that or try and visualize that in a more fantastical way
1: do you think that the um, way that those thoughts are playing themselves out in real world contemplations are healthy do you think they're having a good impact not that not the notion of can we do things better but the way that Society is analyzing and attempting to restructure itself. Do you think I know what you're saying? Really
2: I know what you're saying. I know what you're asking. I think it's not something that you can just say, like, yes or no. It's not like a black or white answer. I think there are some places and some groups and some questions that are being asked that are healthy. And I think there's a lot that isn't.
0: I, I think it's a good mental exercise to sort of think outside the square of seeing where choices could run till. Like, I, I do feel like it's. Yeah. It's a luxury to be even to be able to even think and about what ifs and rather than being mm. caught up in what you actually have to do because you're starving or something like that. like it definitely is a good mental exercise, I'd say. And also, I guess, which is what happens in this movie a bit is that as a viewer, we are kind of looking for the logic in something, even though, yes, it's magic, and yes, it's fantasy, yes, it's all made up. But even so, there's a through line of something being logical that, that we're trying to get to the bottom. There's There's got to be a truth that we're seeking inside of the story that actually hits on something for us that stirs us, which I don't think this movie was able to do.
1: Yeah, I was looking for the logic in certain directorial choices. That's where I was looking mm. for logic.
0: Because there is, like, when a story is well put together, there is, like, an emotional thread that can sort of rings true. And there there definitely is moments with, you know, you know doctor strange looking at his life and whether he's made the right choices in terms of his relationship and declaring his love for you know his i guess it's his ex-girlfriend in that universe i'm trying to remember what universe that happened in but declaring his love
1: it happened but, in but, a universe when none of them came from
0: all oh, mm-hmm. right
1: it's where the doctor strange who used the dark hold was well, look, oh I'm- that's right yeah they were in I that one. i think i want to say I- I know I've been saying, "Ah,' oh, this, this movie, don't bother with it. But there are definitely some cool aspects to it. And, and one of them for me was the, the lead actors. They did such a really cool job. I thought that um, Benedict Cumberbatch doing the different versions of Doctor Strange went far deeper than just change the haircut and give him a different costume. Like He, he really portrayed it well. And then true, and, true. And, and the different costumes themselves as a fanboy was pretty cool. Like yeah, the, yeah. the opening one, it's like, ah, that's that more recent black and red one from the comics. And then the Mm. statue of him as you know, where where he saved the world, but it turned out he didn't really. He had the really high collars in the statue, just like the comic. Yeah, yeah. it's a really cool you know moments, but yeah.
0: Well, like, well, it's a big cool moment seeing you know Reed riches for the first time, like the Fantastic Four. Like that's definitely, I I, I was I wasn't look I stayed away from spoilers, but there was all these. Ideas going on, like different things that might have appeared, different versions of even people that we know. Iron Man, for example, could have come back, Captain America, who knows, you know. But we get this whole, all these different superheroes, which I thought was great anyway.
1: Oh, look, seeing, seeing Patrick Stewart, not just as Charles Xavier. I mean, like, honestly, that was perhaps one of my, maybe my actual favorite, movie, but he's mm. in his chair from the 90s, both from the cartoon and the comics, the yellow hover yeah. chair. That was gifted to him from the Shiar. So that in that says, right, in this version of the MCU, his alien girlfriend, or at least the Shiar as an empire exists. And that's that's pretty cool, like a potential follow-up for movies. And oh look, honestly. Yeah. All right, Illuminati. I just want to say Illuminati.
2: I died and- laughing.
1: What about what at, what at what? The
2: Illuminati. Oh
1: yeah, All but right. that, that was um, you know, that was the name of their group from the comics for yeah yeah
2: i didn't know that when i was watching the movie i just like died and then afterwards luke was like no it's a reference to the comics and I was like, hey sorry <laughs> you know someone
0: cool we can't take you anywhere oh
1: I'm i was so uncool i went i went to a gold class screening of it because it was a rare yeah so did we me and, my, me and my wife to have a date right Cute. and gold class there are hardly any people in the room Correct. the dude in front of us you know, like he was like you could tell this dude has read comics man he's just like cheering uh-huh. cheering at everything mm. like like there's john krasinski as reed richards yeah there's patrick stewart yeah there's anyone yeah <laughs> kind of mm. as a parallel to the illuminati right you've got the council of reeds because you know reed richards head of the fantastic four he's, he's he's science dude right interdimensional travel time travel all of that so all right you're a Rick and Morty fan smack, yeah, yeah, you know the Council of Ricks, yeah, that's based on the Council of Reeds, all right yes, how yes. dope would it be if at the you know at the end of this film you had like you know twenty Reed Richards turn up and like <laughs> what'd you do? What did you do but, be, yeah. I, I, I was
0: excited when I saw Reed Richards. I was like, yeah. oh man, that's fantastic, but then obviously you're like, wait a minute, he's old. oh no, he's not going to be the Reed Richards that we eventually get, you know what I mean, like it was. I, like,
1: I did not like Black Bolt. Um, you didn't, but it was I, no, exactly I, I like from, what humans. was that? The
2: tuning fork dude?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah tuning yeah, fork dude. Yeah. For so those didn't... playing
2: along at home, I just did a sign on my head as well. Yeah, it, yeah.
1: it was more like the L sign that you put up to say I'm no. It was Lugo. this. No, yeah, but yeah, you yeah, yeah, She's it's, doing like
0: little horns,
1: yeah. but the tuning fork it's on
2: his head. Small fingers, guys. No, But anyway, <laughs> anyway,
1: anyway, I just thought the special effects that that you know signified the force of his whisper, like the you know the sonic rings. I I just thought it didn't work for me.
0: Okay, look it like, looked like the comics for me. Like when yeah, I saw it yeah. do that.
1: But but but, but they, just because it looked like the comics doesn't mean like, you know, you want to see squiggly lines around Peter Parker's <laughs> head in the movie, you know, oh, he's got teas. Well, what
0: did you like the little lines across uh, Professor X's head, the, the circles coming out of his head like the, that was like the yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I yeah, it's a subtle thing. When when you're doing, you know, um, yes, you know, CG special effects whatever, you know. I I thought that was cool and it's just little things because in this in this movie, a lot of the stuff that I dug was about the little things. Was because mm. the overall didn't really sit with me. Oh, okay, all right. Well, I know we're talking about deeper spiritual issues, right?
0: I think we went past that now.
1: We did. <laughs> yeah, yeah we because variants. All, right? mm. all right, all right, yeah, from so Like, like I, I dug the overall premise, and you know the different variants of strange, but. Marvel, the MCU doesn't have any consistency going. We've had variants in this film where every single Doctor Strange looks the same, okay? In fact, I think in this film, every different version of any established character was the same, yeah? We, we didn't get a different actor playing a different universe's version of a character that we know, okay?
0: Well, Captain Marvel, right?
1: No, 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 but that was... um. Uh, wasn't that uh, Monica Rambeau's mother. So so, to me, that just says that story played out differently as she got the power. It it wasn't that Carol Danvers is black. It's true. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, I see your reasoning. So so in in this movie, same actor, everyone looks the same in, you know, except when you're in the paint universe or something, when you're in Spider-Man, no way home the established logic, because even Dr. Strange mm. says something to the effect of, you know, he's talking to um, Dr. Octopus, you know, in his little, you know, magic Yeah, is this your is Peter this, Parker? Yeah, is this, you know, is, is there a Spider-Man where you come from? Is he Peter Parker? Is he this Peter Parker? It's like, no. The established logic there is they all look different. We can just yeah. assume they're going to look different. And every single Peter Parker we see in that film is Peter Parker, yet it's a different actor, okay? Mm. And then we go to Loki and variants can be any, you can have a crocodile and, a crocodile. and, 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 it's, and it's Loki. You can have, you know, a woman and it's Loki. You can mm. have a black dude, you can have an old dude, or you can have someone that actually looks like Tom Hiddleston, right? Mm. I just think that it's a gray area because none of these rules out the other one. It's just that it'd be nice for overall world building if there was some consistency and some thought to that for structure. You know what I mean? True, true.
0: I, I see what you're saying. I mean, I could argue that we only saw like three other worlds with Doctor Strange or four, maybe, and, and maybe those were just coincidentally Oh all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like co- I'm saying, Benedict like they,
1: they don't <laughs> They don't necessarily rule out the others from being able to mutually operate yeah, within. But the I get your yeah. but It makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Like but if when it was you're building a big world, you know, you got to you want to have that sort of consistency. I would think. Yeah,
2: uh,
0: there was all these rumors about maybe Tom Cruise popping up as Iron Man, which would have been a pretty cool kind of thing if oh, that yeah. actually happened.
1: Would have been dope as.
0: Yeah, because he, he, he got offered the part and he re- rejected it. So that was why I was like, oh, that, w- that would have been interesting. There's, I guess there's so many things you probably feel like you could have you were going to get, which we didn't get. Um,
2: Entertained.
0: It <laughs> <laughs> yes. still has to be a jab. Um how, how do you guys rate this in terms of have you guys seen the butterfly effect?
1: Nope, that's a good movie.
0: Okay, that's something maybe you should watch smack. Yeah, um, with Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Um, right, basically, right. it's it's basically the what if of the Doctor Strange. What if did you see the Doctor Strange? What if no, what do
2: like, you know? the, the cartoon um, on the,
1: a, the cartoon oh, no, on definitely,
0: Disney Plus,
2: definitely haven't, but I will watch it.
0: Um, because that's actually a really good, actually, that's probably done better in that little show than it was perhaps done in this movie. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a whole but is that whole thing of chasing a particular outcome in a particular universe, you know what I mean? Like trying to get something to happen and how that's causing a ripple effect in everything else. Yeah. But I guess this movie isn't really about looking at the ripple effect, but WandaVision does come face to face with when America Chavez goes to her I'm going to give you what you want. She does come face-to-face with the ripple effect of her behavior making her seem differently to her sons compared to the mother that they experience. Yeah. And I did think if there was ever a note, if there was any story arc in this that actually works, it's WandaVision's story arc. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, it's anything that's with WandaVision is actually, with Wanda, it's actually good. Like mm-hmm. it actually holds up pretty well. Um, and it was fascinating that, yes, to, for her to witness for herself how much she doesn't, des- doesn't deserve is the right word or can't have that life because of where she's gone. Um, I just found that fascinating. And, of course, the whole thing about dreams actually being a window into our multiverse.
1: That's the biggest impact this movie had on me. Um, not that I believe that, not that I believe that at all, but I, because I was so unengaged with the film, I spent half of it trying to remember the uh, dream that I had that morning. Um, <laughs> after which I made a commitment to try and do a dream journal. So I've been writing down dreams when I wake up every morning and that's the biggest impact that this movie's had on me.
0: All right. Well, that's, that's good. Cool. That's good. That's a good practice. I, I did. I think I still like The Eternals better than this movie um, for me personally. Uh, I thought there was, and I didn't there was like more that movie a, either. Yeah, you didn't like that movie <laughs> at all. You did
2: not like that movie.
0: But um I kind of feel like we hit we have in a very fluid way hit most of my notes, actually all of my notes. That's good. Um is there anything else that you guys wanted to add or talk about?
2: Um I think yeah, mm. um I think just to your point about like Wanda's arc and that bit at the end where she sort of like sees the impact that she has had in trying to get the impact that she's had on her sons being so terrified to see her Mm. because they see what she did to their mom, the person they know to be their mom. Um, I think it's very interesting that like when you're confronted with the reality of the decisions that you've made, how that can really, I guess, give you a revelation about what you need or what you thought you wanted. Mm. Um, just like i don't think you get that opportunity very often but that's why and i never thought i would ever say this in a million years but here we are like that's why i think it's very important to like reflect on things on a regular basis and do that critical thinking and take things to god and be like hey like this thing happened like where am i with that and that sort of thing because you have that opportunity to be like oh i thought i was like morally right the whole time because I'm just doing this thing out of the goodness of my heart or like I'm just doing this thing because it's not harming anyone or whatever and then you take it to the light or you get that reflective opportunity and then you go oh no like the thing that I thought was happening wasn't what was happening and I was actually not doing a good thing or like there's a way I could do this thing better or whatever and you have that opportunity I think that's really important and that was like a cool thing about that moment was it sort of was like oh when you take a minute and look in the mirror, or in her case, look at the alternative reality, mm. um, yeah, you sort of you get a bit of that reflection and adjustment of like, oh, okay, this was right or this was wrong or whatever.
0: Yeah, coming coming face to face with the <laughs> ultimate reality is basically how we live our lives, you know, and, and yeah. Jesus being the truth, the way, the life. Yeah, exactly. Is, is where we stand. In terms of what we build on and what we believe and therefore yeah. you know it's not whether we're morally right it's it's how jesus sees us and but it's our it's our relationship with him yeah that actually makes us whole and complete
1: and he well, it, it also yeah, he is the we truth morally right mm. because yeah. like you're saying he's the truth right yeah if we, if we want to maintain that we're morally right to the point of pride and being sinful anyway like if if our morals don't match up with god's objective truth then then we're wrong anyway we don't we aren't morally right we just think we are mm. and as soon as we try and put ours above his then you're obvious you're wrong right? yeah
0: yeah yeah
2: and i think it's just like taking that taking that opportunity as often as you can to be like hey what where's god on this mm. and then go that way yes and like instead of like instead of yeah, being so caught up in like, I must have this thing. It's good. It's a good thing that I'm pursuing. I'm pursuing this good thing. Mm. I'm pursuing this thing. That's good for everyone. Like my kids will have their mother or, you know,
0: yeah, yeah. whatever.
2: <laughs> you might think that your thing is like, like good, well-intended um, mm. but put it up to his light and just check in with him and be like, Hey, Am I on the right path? Am I going the right way? Like, are mm. we good? I've taken five steps. Are they in the right direction? Okay, cool. And, like, having that opportunity to just, like, I don't know, North Star is a thing that gets used a lot. Like, find him as your North Star and then make sure that that's the way that you're going mm. instead of it's very easy, I think, as humans to sort of get sidetracked
0: Oh yeah, especially in your I-
2: idea of what's good
0: in this world that we're, that we're in, that yeah. um, it's very easy. But I guess that's why he's referred to as the Prince of Peace, is that we, we follow that peace. We, we look for that love to cover us. And the, his grace is the, what, what actually mm. brings us clarity and peace. Like, yeah. let, let that be your guide, you know?
1: Yeah. Why is he referred to as the Prince of Peace, theological uh, pondering, amusing. because <sighs> cause, cause I, I doubt it's for the alliteration, since it wasn't written in English. Prince, prince is, prince is not king. True, um, sure, actually. But in the same passage where he's referred to as the prince of peace in Isaiah, he's, re, you know, he should be called everlasting father. So I think in that passage, we're not talking about the distinction between God, the father and, and God, the son or anything like that. I, I wonder, is it, is it a matter of fulfillment that in his earthly ministry of 2000 odd years ago, he was prince, but in the, uh, you know, millennial reign to come and forever after his king I, I i'm just you know in his relationship to peace and how we experience it mm. i don't know just just a
0: it's, that's that's a good it's a good place to meditate on as well um to meditate on that scripture with isaiah of who he actually is um but i think i think um you know, in this crazy world, there's so many things that take our brain and thoughts so many different ways, even looking, looking at the what ifs and what we could have done and, and having us steep into regret. So easy to go down that path. So easy because it's not where you actually are <laughs> and, and and not having to deal with what you're actually dealing with. Um, but hey, this could be a good opportunity to do that, to, um, to actually use what we got out of this podcast about about Wanda's revelation that she does get in the end of leading in the wrong direction and take a step take a step in the right direction and you know there's that hot, that thing you know we're in a new day um monks you want to finish this off
1: all right so in this movie the romantic interest is Rachel McAdams right in another movie where we have the romantic interest is Rachel McAdams she's the wife of a time traveler i believe and yes She is the time traveler's wife in the film titled The Time Traveler's Wife. But I'm talking about a different movie where she's a time traveler's wife. In fact, it seems there's a few. But the one I'm thinking of is called About Time. And in that one, do you know the movie I'm talking about?
0: No, I don't. right,
1: all right. So the dude, he's inherited his father's power to essentially relive his own life. Like he can travel back to a moment of his life, relive that and then travel forward to, to where he was in his life. And it's that cool, you know, what if scenario, you know, I, what, what would I do to change the past? You know, and, and just like the butterfly effect with Ashton Kutcher, those moments in the past, he's able to jump back to the ramifications of them in the future. But one thing he quickly discovered was that any change he made that happened before the conception of his most recent child meant that child was never born because as much as he may have had sex with his wife in the same night and oh, she Christian may have gotten pregnant. Past. No, no, no. I'm Christian. I've had sex. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> and, 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 and let me just say, no I never, re- no, I, no, no. About- I must say this. I also repented of some sex I had before being Christian, but I'm married and different story. Now, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is because of, whatever, millions of sperm and, and the one that hits the egg. Every time he relived that moment or he, he'd allow that moment to be relived, he'd have a different child. He'd, he'd grow up with a different daughter or a different son. And the weight of that was too much to bear. Okay. As, as much as there are things in the past that you might like to change, you have a clean slate now to move forward instead of dwelling on the past. You have things in your life now that you might not even realize are the blessings that they are that you can take hold of in your life now and move forward with. I'm in my early forties, right? It is so easy, I think for almost anyone my age, regardless of what sort of success they have to think that they don't have success in another area and to think, how could I have done that? You have the gift of breath for today and for tomorrow. You have God and God is all powerful, all knowing. Mate, the possibilities are endless. The multiverse is in front of you. You know what I mean? I think you dwell on the past. Yeah, yeah. Consider the past, learn from the past, where necessary, repent of the past. But you're going to get hung up on it. You're not going to move forward.
0: He's shaking his head and moving away from the microphone, like that's over. He's
2: done. He's got He's it done.
0: all out, we, and and we're done. And um, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I hope you got something out of today or listening to us. I know I did. Um, be sure to catch us the next time. We are going to do Moonlight. Look, I, I shouldn't say what we're going to do because sometimes it doesn't happen. But we are going to do right.
1: Can I can I say um, one thing? Really, really, you, you, really, I mean, you really did. I, I said many things, no, 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 but that's that's kind of the point. There's so many things a, a that I want months. to say. So, many things right, I want months. to say, can I, can, can I, mm-hmm. do we have where this podcast pops up? Is there a place to leave comments beneath?
0: Uh, we do have a Facebook, um, group, but, um,
1: can you leave I, podcasts? Can I you think leave...
2: you can leave reviews on Apple Podcasts. Yes, all right, all right. You
1: can. I, I want to chuck up all my comic book relevant thoughts on this because I did say earlier, ooh, 616, let's come back to that. Like all the stuff that's there, not deep and meaningful, but, but as a fan of comics and what the MCU is doing oh, with get, it, get I'd, like, it I'd like to, to
2: yeah. post it when he posts yeah. the thing in the blurb, maybe. Mm. Yeah, you yeah, uh, can definitely do
0: that. Okay. We will. I, want
1: in, I want to get engagement from the listeners. <laughs> Tell okay. me your thoughts.
0: Uh, so, so folks, there you have it. That's the end. We're cooked. We're done. Um, thank you so much for joining us. You can, you can always hit me up on Twitter. Like I'm underscore Papa underscore Sanchez. I'm always there. Um, and of course you can contact us on Facebook. You'll see us. We've got the Holy view podcast up on Facebook. So you can always hit us up there. Um, and Hey, catch you the next time. Bye.
2: Bye.